All right. Hey, what's up? It's Davey. And Jonah. And this is the Decent Take Show, serving mediocrity to the masses. Greatness to the globe. You decide. Oh, man. It's happened. Yeah. It's finally happened. Jav's worst worst nightmare come alive. That he has brought up. Yeah. Fairly often, I feel like. Yeah. Because, like, he's talked about, like, you and Mike. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, he's, and, talked, uh, he's talked about me on my own. Yeah. Can't do it. You were you and mock me even. Yeah. 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 He Basically, has... anybody that's with me can't work. Right. <laughs> that, well, that's because just Jav loves you so much. Sure. Sure. He's jealous. That's what it is. Yeah. We all know. <laughs> we all know. That's yeah. Okay. We all know. He's just jealous. But no, his, his absolute worst possible nightmare for hosts of the show has come to life has come to life yeah it is me and davy davy yeah. and i mm-hmm. um we just gave our patrons a, a look at that a and, glimpse uh, we gave them already, a really good look at us and uh yeah hopefully it wasn't too scarring yeah. um you know if you want to be a part of our patreon thing you gotta you gotta join that we got three yeah. tiers was it five dollars a month five dollars a month i think it's 15 and then 50. Yeah, something like that. 50 is still the top, right? Yeah, 50 is top dog. That's the one where it's like, what are you doing? Well, what yeah. Doing? I, what Didn't we name it? What are, you, what are you doing? I think it's 5, 10, and 50. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I honestly don't know. But, but uh, $10 a month lets you get access to extra episodes, extra mm-hmm. videos, and stuff like that. It's yep. really cool. $50 a month, I mean, you get that same access, but also you're just, you're going to, you're going to hear from us and be like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah. You get all, you get like, <laughs> exclusive obviously exclusive stuff but like firsthand knowledge of things before the rest of our yeah fans like how the little this show would have. be a nightmare so yeah yeah exactly. our patrons knew first yes they did <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, so man. what is the first yeah let's jump into uh about? let's jump into my nightmare a man agrees to get a tattoo of a cafe owner's face um, in order to get free urn brew pies for life. Um, a rugby player from East Lothian has agreed to get a tattoo of a cafe owner's face in a bid to bag himself a free supply of urn brew pies for the rest of his days. I hope I'm saying that right. I have no idea what urn brew is. Um, but Nettie's Cafe in Edinburgh uh, is well known in Scotland for its array of unusual and distinctive pies. Ooh. Yeah. This is getting exciting. I know. Ah, I love look pies. The, look at the two fat guys get excited about pie. Mm. This range includes their famed urn brew pies with patrons enjoying chicken and haggis mixture cooked in urn brew sauce and encased in pastry. Have you ever had haggis? God, no. I've never had haggis. It's sheep's intestines. No, I know. Like Stuffed? Oh. My father-in-law loves haggis. Oh, really? And I'm like, are you insane? Mm. Like, don't get me wrong. I will eat pretty much anything. I mean, look are you at afraid me. of your father-in-law? No. No. Okay. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I was about to go down a real dark psychological path, <laughs> yeah. and I totally ruined it. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I have z- zero interest in trying mm, haggis. Mm, Anyways, okay. continue. These pies have racked up stellar reviews online and one dad of four from East Lothian is apparently so partial to it that he's agreed to get a tattoo of Nettie, him, her, Nettie herself in exchange for a lifetime supply. As reported by Edinburgh Live, rugby player Derek Marr, uh, known as the Hulk to his nice. friends, has agreed to have the cafe's logo inked on his skin in order to bag himself a Please pie tell me a day. It's a tramp stamp. Um, Please tell I would me it's a tramp love stamp. it if it was a tramp stamp. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Also, is yeah. he married? How's his wife gonna feel about another woman's face on his body? I don't know. Maybe it's uh maybe it's the kind of thing of like, honey, uh, how how was your how was your day at work? Great. I brought home the pie. You know, like honestly, instead of bringing home the bacon, like, come on. Yeah, come on. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I love pie. Whose so. face would you let, let get tattooed on your body for something free? It would depend on what. Would you let it Donald Trump's face be tattooed on Hell your body no. in order for free, um, free tax? Never pay tax again. Hell yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I knew it. No taxes. Yeah, I knew it. Well, Does it, have, it well, hold on, hold on. Does it have to stay? Donald Trump's face, like, like, yeah. Could it always has know? to be Trump? Okay, yeah. That's what I say because I'll do and it. I mean, it's like tax get evasion, that benefit but... and then yeah, change it. But no, no, no. Okay, who would I get and for free? What? For, um, yeah, like name the face, name the thing. What do you get? Uh, I'm gonna go. What would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, I would honestly get Keanu Reeves' face tattooed because I love that man. 
And what would I get for free? Free access to him. Oh God, that's terrifying. No, he see like he is like okay. It's like an I'm NFT not, on I'm your not, skin. Right, right. <laughs> I'm not like crazy into celebrities. I mean, obviously I'm into movies, so to some extent. Okay, like, well let's cool, let's like, like pair it up. I just with, think he's uh, such a cool dude. Let's pair it up with like a thing like a like a Denny's. Would you find would you find the Denny and get their face tattooed on you? And no. then free Denny's for life. No, because Denny's is so cheap, it's basically already almost free. Okay. Wow. Um Oh, oh, I would get a cheesecake tattooed so I could get free Cheesecake Factory. No, it's got to be the the owner of Cheesecake Factory. Their wrinkly old face. I just picture that the owner's old. Right. Um, (laughs) Dude, I don't know. What about you? Who who would you get? Who would I get? For what? what? What I would get get Walt Disney's face tattooed on my chest. Like middle of your chest, mid chest, just his face, just like, bah! like, you know, just like yeah. that, like cryogenically frozen head <laughs> face, like tattooed on my chest right. um, for free access to Disney World or Disneyland. Honestly, that'd be a pretty sweet gig. Yeah. I'm going to lie. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Um, excuse me, sir. Where's your admission? <laughs> ah, I see. Ah, I see. We've been told about Terrifying. you. Terrifying. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what, I, that's that's what I would do. But no, so uh, so did the rugby player? Did he actually follow through? Like, did he actually? Yeah, no, he did it. Okay, he did it. Okay, yeah, this story is like it happened. Okay, I mm-hmm. didn't know if it had happened yet or if it was just. Oh planning no, man, on it this is what. real, man. So this is the real deal. Well, you know, his family will never go hungry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they can yeah. always have haggis pies. Great. Ugh. Sounds gross, dude. It really does. Honestly, yeah. why would you get a face on your body for something not good? That's a great question. Right? Maybe they like it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, your father, would your father-in-law get Nettie's face tattooed no. on his body? Is he against tattoos? No, it's more It's more of he loves the idea of tattoos, but he's such a perfectionist. But for free haggis? No, I don't think he would do it. He doesn't like it that much? No. Oh, so he's a liar. I wouldn't say he's a liar. He just has a limit. Okay. Let's go with that. Okay. Let's go with that. Dang. Won't let me trap you, huh, John? No, I will not. <laughs> Job does that easily enough. I don't mm-hmm. need you doing it. Don't well. need me doing it too. Okay. Let's be honest to, with all of our fans and viewers. I would love just to have like a ticker at the bottom of the screen. Job traps. And you count each episode, the amount of traps, the vocal traps that he walks us into where the only answer that we can give is the answer that he wants that makes us look like terrible people. Uh I would love if we would do that. I don't know. I don't know. It's just an idea. Never going to happen. No, I know. Uh (laughs) You know why? Why? Because he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a very nice guy. Actually, (laughs) I I did want to talk about this. Um, Because Jav's not here, I want to explain just how nice of a guy Jav is Okay. um, for just a split second. Um, He's not. No. <laughs> this is where I just rag on. Right, right. Um, actually, if I can recall the nicest thing that he's ever done for me, um, which besides just like being there, which is a big thing for him, mm-hmm. whenever he like tallies up the things that I've done for him, um, I'm always I'm I'm probably a horrible human being for this. I'm always comparing. I'm always competing. Like mm-hmm. in every friendship, yeah. I'm always like, how am I better? Um, which is probably better than the other person. Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) don't get me started. Trick answer. You're not, (laughs) um, (laughs) 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 there was a, there was a time where Javon was, uh, I was visiting him at his old apartment Mm -hmm. and, uh, I'm assuming this is before he was married. Uh, yeah. No, no, just after he had got married. Okay, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. continue. Because um, he had one apartment, then he moved to a different apartment, then he moved here, I believe, mm-hmm. um, if I remember correctly, okay. uh, at least when he was out in this area. But right. um, he uh, in this one apartment, he uh, I was visiting with him, hanging out, and I left, and I left knowing that my gas tank was empty. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'll have enough gas in the tank to get to the gas station. Mm-hmm. So it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. I get in the car. Car won't start. He's already inside. I don't want to bother him. I don't want to be a burden. I don't, I'm, in, I'm so embarrassed. About yeah. him. So I'm calling an Uber so that I can have an Uber take me to the gas station because I have a gas like little can. can. Yeah. I, so I'll take me to the gas station, take me back. He notices I'm sitting in my car, gets out of his apartment, comes up to the car, 
dude, what the hell's going on? Like yeah. he gets, he gets up in my face about it. And I'm like, I don't have gas. My car won't start. He's, and he's like, are you literally, I see you're on the Uber app and he's, he's giving me crap and stuff. Yeah. And finally, he drives me over to the gas station, um, giving me crap the entire way. And, uh, I get some gas, hit, get back to the, uh, car, mm-hmm. um, at his place. And he hands me a hundred bucks. He's like, here, this will pay for your gas and stuff. Um, what he has no idea about is I overdrew my account because I had to pay for gas because I had no money to my name. Um, and like that's to this day is one of the nicest things that dude has wow. ever done for me. He has no idea how nice it was. Um, so that's when awesome. he says I'm a nice guy, he's earned the right in my mind to say I'm that's a nice fair. guy. What's the nicest thing he's ever done for you? Um, he said, your, he said your name, <laughs> let <laughs> right. me stay, um, <laughs> hashtag no, free like Jonah. He, he, <laughs> he's, uh, no, he has taken time and I, I know how valuable his time is. Uh, he's very intentional with that, which is one of the things that I can appreciate about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's very intentional. He is very focused on what he needs to do, what he wants to do. Um, I, I think that's a good quality that mm-hmm. he has. Um, but the fact that he's taken time out of his busy schedule to have me come over and just show me how he edits, show me how mm-hmm. he does sound mixing, show like, you know, just showing me production style stuff, which that's a passion of mine. What else has uh, he shown you, John? <laughs> the way. <laughs> the way. Um, <laughs> show me the way. Um, no, just that he take, he's taken time out of his busy schedule mm-hmm. to spend it with me and then not only just to spend it with me, but to show me how to be a better producer for the show and, and things like that. So, you know, that is, that is something that I really, really do appreciate. Mm -hmm. And it's something that means a lot to me when people pour into me, uh, not just like in a friendship way. I'm losing. I haven't done any of this for Jonah. You you really haven't. Uh, (laughs) My competitive um, nature is showing. Oh, (laughs) he wins. (laughs) Um, but he's poured into me professionally and, Mm -hmm. and, and I, I I can pour into you. I know you just don't get over here. I'll baby bird feed you right now. I'll pour, I'll pour right into you. I know that you would. Yeah. Uh, no, but no, when our, our friendship is different from my friendship with him. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that's just the way it is. You Mm -hmm. don't have to pour into me. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Stop being competitive. Uh huh. (laughs) um actually speaking of competition there's this weird competition with spot within spotify going on recently that uh neil young put up an ultimatum um because did you you heard about this right neil young put up this ultimatum and kind of set the competition set the competition floor at least um for spotify you either have me or you have joe rogan's podcast that gets 11 million views an episode choose <laughs> I, d- I dare you to go up to anyone who's under 30 ask them who neil young is and they will say they have no idea mm, mm-hmm. or they know who he is name one song dang they that's will crazy because that's me i would be like I, neil young yeah no singer. i know neil young yeah, i don't what's know a song of his uh, i don't know well, no, and, and apparently songs of his are also like supposed to be all like anti-establishment and stuff. Yeah, and a lot of people say that Joe Rogan's podcast is that as well. It is. Yeah, um, very much so. Yeah, and so people are like, why would Neil Young be all like Joe Rogan spreading misinformation mm-hmm. and stuff? Wouldn't he be like, yeah, spread the misinformation, right? Like, right. Every, wouldn't he be all for it? Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff into that, but it says after Neil, after singer Neil Young left the platform over misinformation on Rogan's podcast, host said that he was not trying to be controversial. Mm-hmm. Podcast. Pastor Joe Rogan said that he would invite more experts with differing opinions on his show after a slew of musicians have left Spotify over misinformation that he says on the platform. Mm -hmm. And he says, I'm not trying to promote misinformation. I'm not trying to be controversial. Rogan said in a 10 minute video posted to Instagram on Sunday, he said, I've never tried any to do anything with this podcast other than just talk to people. Sure. Um, and the controversy that took off last week when Heart of Gold, okay, Heart of Gold is a song from Neil Young. Now, now I know that. Um, singer Neil Young asked his management to remove his catalog from Spotify because the company is spreading fake information about vaccines and stuff. Young specifically cited Rogan, um, who has repeatedly faced backlash for promoting vaccine misinformation on his self-titled podcast, which exclusively airs on Spotify. Spotify ended up pulling Young's music from their platform. Mm-hmm. And since then, the singer... Um, 
Joni Mitchell and guitarist Nils Lofgren uh, have likewise asked for their songs to be removed. So it's kind of creating this like boycott of Spotify. Yeah. 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 Uh, Rogan has said, I'm very sorry that they feel that way. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I'm, he said, I most certainly don't want that. And I'm a Neil Fung, a Neil Young fan. Yeah. yeah. I, so I, I've been following this very close. Okay. Because, um, you know, I, I, I'm a very big free speech advocate. And I really think that this trying to pressure Spotify into shutting down, canceling, whatever you want to call it, Mm. this guy that 11 million people listen to every episode. Mm -hmm. I, I see that as censorship. That's just me. And, and well, for me, I mean, I don't see Spotify as like a public platform. I see it much less than like people would see like a Twitter or something. Like oh that. yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but Twitter does plenty of like taking down posts and stuff like that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. private organization, they yeah. have every right to do that. When it comes to Spotify, I see them even more so yeah. like that of like Spotify can do whatever they want with their music catalog yep. and promote whatever they want because it mm-hmm. is just spot. It's not like it's not as much of a social network as other things would be. No. And when I think of that, I think, Absolutely put pressure on. Absolutely try to hold some sort of leverage to get what you want out of the organization that you mm-hmm. that is paying you to promote your music or whatever. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, but then I think about that and I think, Neil Young, you don't have enough leverage. My I, was, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get like I, I understand where he's coming from. You know, mm. he he feels strongly about this, obviously, enough to take a financial hit yeah. from it. Um, as well as obviously these other artists, and there's even more that have come I know, out dude. Since. That dude was so upset like, losing that two dollars a week. <laughs> well, and there is a switch off. Spotify generally doesn't pay creators a lot of money. No, there was. Which I think the there's big... still a like petition or thing that uh, was to get creators yeah. raised. Yeah, like which I I think out. is fair. I I based off of what I've read, I don't think Spotify pays them enough, and I think that's fair. Yeah, but I don't think these. Artists realize Spotify bought the exclusive rights to Joe Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. for two hundred million dollars. Yeah, yeah, they put two hundred. They put a lot of money into it. Million, yeah, dollars. They uh, that's a big investment. Yeah, and it's uh, it's an investment you can't really just double back on. That no, no, yeah. not at all. I mean, mm-hmm. and and not just that, but you also have to recognize it from kind of further into the business aspect of it, where. You know how quickly competitors would pop up for Joe Rogan's 11 million daily listeners. Mm. That is a lot of money. Yeah. That is a lot of ad revenue. That's a lot of listening out. Mm. Like that is a lot. And just to, on top of still having to pay out 200, $200 million, you're also now losing all of the other revenue that that audience would have brought in. Like, I'm sorry, Neil Young, you do not have that big of a pull. Yeah. I'm sorry. You just, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's just not going to happen. No. It sucks that <laughs> it sucks that it's kind of turned into a boycott Spotify kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, maybe, maybe the idea is if enough creators were to, yeah. that it would, well, I'm it would sure. make, I'm sure it would make more leverage. Yeah. It would, I'm sure, it would give I'm sure them that's more the leverage. idea. And Spotify yeah. has even come out and made some concessions in the sense of, uh, I think they've even said that they'll talk to Rogan. About yeah. Li- yeah. Like yeah. Which, what, whatever that means, we don't know. They'll just say, but, hey, my guy, <laughs> you still feeling good over there, baby boy? All right. No, no, no. We don't have anything. To say. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, but and and here's here's the interesting thing. I don't know, and a lot of the criticism is coming from people who have never watched Joe Rogan's podcast. That's fair. I've I've watched it. I've listened to it numerous times, mm-hmm. and I honestly don't understand where this claim of misinformation is coming from. Not in the sense of, here's what I mean by that. He does have controversial artists and and controversial people on there. I don't deny that. But he's always asking probing questions. So, Mm -hmm. and, and it's like everyday man questions. Like, well, what does that mean? You know, what is that, you know, high level medical talk that you're discussing the vaccine about? Like, Mm -hmm. like, what does that mean? And sometimes his guests will talk themselves into a corner and trap themselves and make themselves look stupid because he's just asking questions. So, and based upon what Rogan has said, which obviously that's biased, he has talked about inviting people onto his show that 
are vaccine, you know, hardcore believers and hardcore advocates, mm-hmm. Ma- you know, Matt. Uh, mask mandates the whole nine yards. Well, I but think they don't that go on the show. I think that um, Joe Rogan as well. Um, a big part of it has everything to do with him having such a large audience, having such a large public platform, mm-hmm. expressing his own views and opinions to that audience and about that platform. Yeah. Gains influence among his listeners. Yeah. Of this is what I do, and his listeners go, "I'd want to do that too." Yeah. Doesn't mean that everybody is like just gonna fall in line when Rogan says jump or whatever like right, that. Right. Right. But there, there is validation to that of like when you spread misinformation or when you spread whatever it is that he spreads, mm-hmm. then like it is going to impact yeah. negatively, positively, whatever you would say. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, I think that in this case, I get I get the argument. I just don't think that there is enough leverage to really make it. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. I like you said, I, I I understand where they're coming from. Yeah, they just don't have the power but just to do it to like. <laughs> I don't know. I th- I think we've I think we've gone around on this story enough. But when I think about like just continuing the on the airing on the side of argument yeah. for argument's sake, um, do you uh, do you do you um, do you are you are you afraid of your father-in-law? <laughs> no, no. Dang it! I can't I can't get you there. Um, I'm gonna like throw it in right, just every now right, and again, and then you'll finally be like, yeah, all right, and then I'll just be like, ha. I knew it. No, um, actually, erring on the side of argument, uh, there are two Ana de Armas fans that are suing, so legal argument, mm-hmm. um, suing Universal because their girl isn't really in Yesterday. Um, you know you know the movie Yesterday about I, like- I watched it the, in the theater. Yeah, yeah. Really Did good. you like it? I really but, enjoyed it. It was cool, man. It, it was such a cool concept. Mm-hmm. So- do you, do you mind if I? Yeah, if, go for it. So the concept behind yesterday, the movie is there is a struggling musician where he's basically at the end of his rope. Beatles don't exist. Yes, what he said. And guy he, remembers Beatles, but they don't exist. He's the only one in the world that remembers. Guy the Beatles. writes Beatles songs. Becomes gets famous. famous. Harry Potter don't exist. Yeah, Harry Potter doesn't exist either. Spoiler at the end of the movie. That. <laughs> that blew my mind too. Yeah. The stuff, like the different stuff where they were like, oh, Coke yeah, doesn't you- exist. Coca Cola. That was led to some cool puns. It did. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you do Coke? Do you need help? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, was it was so good. It was good. Anyways, great movie. Mm-hmm. Apparently, these two fans of Ana de Armas, which I don't blame them because she's great in yeah. anything she Here, does. You take lead on this one. Um, uh, basically, in the trailers for the movie, they showed her like she was in scene. Yeah. And then, yeah, um, I actually read into it a little deeper. She was supposed to be a side character who was basically like a love interest for the main character. That was, that was kind of what they were going for. And it was replaced by the storyline of his other love interest. I assume. Like yes. But it also like, there was already enough conflict within the movie between them that they didn't need to add on a whole nother character. Uh-huh. And so they had to cut down on time anyways. So mm-hmm. they kind of just cut it. Well, uh, two men, Connor Wolf of Maryland and Peter Michael Rosa of California, which how did they meet? Maryland and California are literally on the opposite ends of the I don't United know, States. Fan clubs. A forum, I guess, yeah. maybe a fan club. They're on yeah. Reddit. They were just typing uh, away, just typing fan fiction. Just, oh, you yeah. know? Yeah. They're just yesterday <laughs> fan fiction yeah, on a day armas. Mm-hmm. Um trying to fill in the blanks of what didn't happen. Right, right. <laughs> uh, have filed a federal class action lawsuit against Universal. Because the actress Ana de Armas never actually appeared in the film yesterday. Yeah. Um, their lawsuit reads, because consumers were promised a movie with Ana de Armas by the trailer for yesterday, but did not receive a movie with any appearance of Ana de Armas at all, such consumers were not provided with any value for their rental or purchase. That's just harsh. Okay, here's the fun thing. <laughs> These guys did not see the movie in theaters. They didn't do what you did. No. As, as much of fans as they are of Ana de Armas. They did not go to the movies. Losers. They rented on they rented it on Amazon Prime for 3.99. Dumbs. And now they are suing Universal Pictures for 5 million dollars. <laughs> I can, I just can't wait. I, I love this. I, I would love to hear the judges right? like commentary. I think they Why have a case, though. did I wake up this morning. <laughs> I think they have a case though. I mean, like they have, they because have she's in, in the, the trailer. She, it, it, yeah. Guess, it's it's but... this idea of false advertising 
because okay, so it says the 2019 Danny Boyle alternate reality film stars Himesh Patel, who finds himself in a world where Beatles never existed and everything yeah. that you explained earlier, Jonah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says they spent each $3.99 to rent the motion picture on Amazon Prime, which boasts an 89% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. They were extremely excited. But because De Armas was initially cast to appear as this potential love interest, like you were saying, her name is, would be a, would have been Roxanne, mm-hmm. um, whom the main character would meet on the set of a James Corden-led chat show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they, they just had to cut it after test screenings and stuff. Then their quote is, that was a very traumatic cut because she was brilliant in it. I mean, really radiant. How would they know? He recalled. This is what the screenwriter is saying. Um, but he noted that audiences didn't like that Patel's eyes even strayed from his true love. Um, so it had everything to do with them testing the, the film yeah. out and the audiences didn't like her character. Which so is, that's that. a very common yeah. thing to do. So, I mean, it's really interesting to me because like, the, I feel like these guys have a case and I kind of want them to win. Like they I'm kind of rooting for these dudes. I, like, I am not. Why not? Let me, let me explain. One, I think they're stupid and... Who cares? Money. I know. But here's the reason why. <laughs> this lawsuit has the potential to be very, very far-reaching because it is a very common practice. To also, it will make a huge impact in the Hollywood industry. Yes. Well, and that's what I was getting to because it is very common to have scenes in your movie trailers that you film specifically for the trailer or that you put in the trailer that are not in the movie. Yeah. Like, that's very... A very common thing. Well, if this case goes through and they win, then you could theoretically have people suing movie studios out the wazoo for scenes that are in the trailer that are not in a movie. Mm -hmm. And so that's going to change the way that trailers are made. That's going to change the way that films are made. I mean, you know, if if someone got a hold of a false script for Avengers Endgame, Mm-hmm. where it had a bunch of spoilers that weren't actually spoilers because it was a fake script. Mm-hmm. They couldn't they technically sue and say, well, I was, you know, I was given this script or I received this well, script I mean, and think about, this is false advertising. Yeah. I deserve compensation. You like, think about the new Spider-Man movie, No Way Home. Yeah. You think about the trailers having, I'm not going to do spoilers. I'll just say digitally altered images that mm-hmm. people rumored could be more yeah. than what they showed. Yeah. Um, people yeah. could sue over that if the movie would actually show yes. the correct. Yes. Thing. And so I, it's a, it's a funny situation. Mm-hmm. It makes me chuckle. I do not want them to win though, because I, uh, again, if they win, whatever, like they get a bunch of money, good for them. But like, I don't want it to become this thing where all of a sudden, cause trailers already give away too much of movies anyways. Mm-hmm. Like whether they show the actual scenes or not. Yeah. I really, really don't want them to be forced by a lawsuit to only use footage from the movie in the trailer. I mean, that's fair. Especially that's just my argument. Especially like you could argue that, um, and this is not really me changing my stance. I I understand the argument you're making. Mm -hmm. Um, I really think it would just be awesome for these guys to win this. Um, because I think that there might be there might be something to it when you release a trailer that has an, a specific actor or actress that's not mm-hmm. actually in the film. I think that the, I think that there is that's a, a fair. Point. I think that there's a point to that. However, I think that you could argue that a trailer is a separate art form than the movie itself, and mm-hmm. this art form is being used to uh, used as an interpretation of the film, so that the um, film would be advertised. Through yeah, this interpretation. That's and if true. that's the case, then it would not be false advertising. It's simply like it's the same thing it's as another, if I were to make create some sort of a drawing, post it, and it's of like a movie poster mm-hmm. and it's just it, it has all of these like cool like flare ups and stuff that happen yeah. in the background of like powering up or something like mm-hmm. that. Like say it's something along those lines, but that's not actually something that happens in the movie. It's just me drawing one of the characters and yeah. saying this guy looks super cool this way. Right. And then title of the movie it advertises the movie but it doesn't say it doesn't show something that's actually in it right but it's an art form so it's fine i I think that um i think that that could very very well be argued in this place i just think that there's a difference when you're utilizing footage of something not footage that's not in the movie but footage of someone who's not in the movie yeah i think that that's the difference i i can see that argument my my one my one 
counter argument I would make would be um, Ana de Armas was still paid. Yeah. You know, so like in the sense of like damages, I guess you could say yeah. like emotional damage. Right. Right. Well, that's <laughs> part of what these guys are claiming. Yeah. Um, you know, Ana de Armas still got paid for her time in the movie, whether it was on the cutting room floor or not. Yeah. You know, so like it really kind of comes down to these two guys emotional damage. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah, not really. No, on I mean that's honest. that's fair. Um, I mean it's not like they're suing on behalf of her. I don't think she cares one way or the other. I don't she's know. Probably she's probably laughed it off. Yeah, anything. she's probably like, huh, my fans are nuts, like <laughs> <laughs> that kind of a thing. I mean, she's um, a beautiful woman, so they're gonna be nuts. Okay, <laughs> um, but when I think about, I don't know. When I think about this, I think that, uh, they, I think that they have something of a case. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see how it turns come, out. I was about to say it's going to come down to the verdict. Like, yeah, it's going to match. It's going to be fun to see whatever that really verdict comes out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, when it comes to making this form of an argument, there's also like movie trailers that, or even like video game trailers. Best video game trailer to date, I think, was the. Um, I think it was like uh, Call of Duty. Um, it wasn't like Cold War. It was Call of Duty. Um, oh my gosh, Ghosts or something like that, which wasn't a very good game, right? But um, maybe it was Modern Warfare Three. I don't know. It was there was a Call of Duty trailer, and I gotta look it up now. It's the one where they have like Robert Downey Jr. in it, and like all these actors and actresses that are like fighting each other, oh, or, like yeah, on the yeah. battlefield, yeah. and like doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's okay? I'm just gonna look up best COD trailer because I bet. That it'll come up right away. Kobe was in it too. R.I.P. Yeah, not best cod uh, recipes. <laughs> Who was in it? Kobe was. In, yeah, he yeah. was in it. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, the uh, advanced warfare. That was the one. Oh, that okay. was the one. Okay. Yeah. Had amazing advertising. Mm-hmm. None of it was in the game. It was no. just people being paid to advertise the game. Yeah. And I, I think that certain trailers that do that. You can never make this kind of an argument with. No. Because you're just hiring people to advertise your movie. No, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I, I, and that makes sense. Um, and I don't know. I mean, there, this really does go one way or the other, but I, I think it would be cool to see them win. I, I think it would be really fun and really funny. Maybe that's why I'm rooting for them in mm-hmm. the end of this. Um, but also, I, I get it if they don't. I yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, an argument that uh, I really, really, really hope that um, the people making it don't win uh, has everything to do with the book mouse um, which the sales of it have surged after Tennessee school board has banned the Holocaust graphic novel. Um, So book sales of mouse have skyrocketed in recent days after a school board in Tennessee had voted to ban the Pulitzer prize winning graphic novel about the Holocaust. It tells the story of the author art Spiegelman um, who is interviewing his father about being a Polish Jew and a Holocaust survivor through a potent portrayal of Jews as mice Mm -hmm. and Nazis as cats. Um, So a portrayal of cat and mouse kind of thing. (laughs) It is kind of like American tale. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Which is so good. It is so Oh my gosh. It American is Tale so is underrated. so good. You've unlocked a childhood memory, so John. So <laughs> underrated, dude. It is super underrated. American Tale, there are very few movies out there that like animated movies mm-hmm. that you look at and you're like, oh, this is a Disney movie. Yeah, and yeah. It's not a Disney movie. Right. Because Disney has like the polish. Yeah. Well, they, they have the certain style where like, yeah. oh, you can find this Disney. movie now on Disney Plus, but originally it wasn't um, Anastasia. Mm, yep. Very much one of those that was like, oh, that is a Disney movie. That's yeah. not a Disney movie, kind of a thing. An American Tale for me, another one of those. Yeah. It's just another one of those movies that's got incredible music. It's got incredible like voice acting. Mm-hmm. It's got incredible story and really it has good a really, animation. Really, uh, really Secret deep of Nim is another Secret one. Secret of Nim. Yep. Super good. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, Secret of Nim 2. Kind of garbage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even though I like the uh, crazy. I saw Secret scene. of Nim 2 before I ever saw Secret of Nim. That I thought Secret of Nim so was the sad. bomb. I thought it was so cool. The second one. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Then I saw the first one and I was scared of it. I thought it was horrifying. I was terrified as a child. I was like, I can't watch this movie. Then I look back at it and I'm like, man, that first one's way better than the second. Yeah. I tried watching <laughs> the second one recently. It was, it was bad. There's like the owl in it, it was, that's like, like yeah, it's just right? terrifying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Shrek. 
doesn't deserve to be a Disney movie. As great no. as a DreamWorks movie. I actually really like Shrek, mm-hmm. um, but I think it's in a different league. <laughs> yes, um, for sure. Yeah, which Anyways, may be even more of a compliment to it, to be right, honest with you. Right. But the book tells the story of the uh, Holocaust survivor, everything like that, portrayal of Jews as mice, Nazis as cats. So a game of cat and mouse, essentially. And it has remained highly popular since its publication in 1980, especially as a tool to teach younger audiences about the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. So it's been kind of an introductory to the history of World War II, Holocaust, and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Earlier this month, the 10-member board in McMinn County voted to remove mouse from its eighth grade language arts curriculum, citing eight minor curse words like damn and a picture of a naked female mouse. Uh, The nude female was uh, used to depict Spiegelman's mother who had committed suicide um, and was found unclothed in a bathtub by his father. Um, So again, meant to be an atrocity. Yeah. Um, not ne- not necessarily meant not to be meant like, in a sexual. Yeah, not meant or... to be something like uh, when you see PG thirteen yeah, yeah. or rated R for like nudity or sensuality mm-hmm. or whatever that would yeah. be. Uh, it's not. It's not in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the board members' efforts, however, appear to have been ha- had the opposite of intended effect. As of writing this, three different editions of Mouse were listed among the top ten books on Dang. Amazon, including two that ranked second and third. And according to the Associated Press, no versions of the book were even in the top one thousand and bestsellers early last week. So That's crazy. it has really skyrocketed. Um, the author, Spiegelman himself, has come out on this topic being like, hey, I don't like that they're doing this. And he's alluding, he brings this up, he's alluding to this idea that removing mouse from a school curriculum is only the beginning that... Um, conservatives are wanting to remove even more books, mm. wanting to take away even more reasons to teach um, certain topics, teach certain things that um, historically paint America maybe in a bad way. Mm. Um, but that's that's the what Art Spiegelman is trying to like point out is yeah. like, Ruby Mouse is only the beginning of this, and I'm not into that. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Obviously, he's got the bias. He's the author of the right. book. But also, in the same way, this seems kind of like, I don't know. It just seems wrong to me. It seems like um, a, a very good uh, example is I, I believe Huckleberry Finn is banned in a lot of schools yeah. um, because of its portrayal of um, black people and how um, it's it's really bad. And I'm not going to say it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's really bad. Uh, however, it is written historically to to teach the history of right. like this slavery. Is, this and, is what we did. Yeah. Like like this is what we did. This was like, part of America's history. Yeah. yeah. And um, people have removed that uh, from school boards and stuff. And so people don't get to learn from that authorship. Right. That's I, how history was. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know? I don't believe, um, you know, I don't think that any books, especially books that teach history, the good, the bad, and the yeah. ugly. No, you're quoting Mein Kampf earlier. We were quoting Mein Kampf. Uh-huh. Yeah, you were. <laughs> oh, you make me sound like a terrible person. No, you don't believe that any book should be banned. As I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, You've been reading the Grand, the Grand Wizard's memoirs? <laughs> okay, Jav. You know what's fun? Uh, um, I w- became friends with uh, this guy, Nelson. Mm-hmm. Um, I went over to his place to watch a really bad movie um that apparently he loved but it was i thought it was awful it was uh this movie of a like uh, robot cyborg thing or whatever that no no it's very it's a very old japanese film um, about a robot that uh kills everybody in a disco um yeah it's okay it's really a bad it's not good in my opinion apparently people call it a cult classic i don't understand (laughs) um it's like oh man it's like metroid in tokyo or something like that mm-hmm. metroid disco in tokyo or something like that i don't know exactly. interesting um but okay. he really wanted to watch it he had like a whole theater room set up we go over to his place and it's me this guy brody um this other guy drew uh and nelson and we all go over there and we walk in there and oh man it, nelson's got this great house he's yeah. got all these cool like movie theater-esque chairs like the ones you'd see in like amc theater yeah. like they have the reclining and mm. everything like that nice big old projector screen really cool experience to watch this movie i was on my phone the entire time because <laughs> this is an awful movie um kind of when i watched space jam too <laughs> that's fair <laughs> this is an awful movie that's fair um but uh 
even more so with this one. And after we finished it up, he's like, cool. Thanks for coming over, seeing the movie with me. Um, how about I give you guys a little like tour of my place? And we were like, all right. Yeah, seems fair. So he gives us a tour of the place. Then he opens a door into his bedroom. Oh, and no. there is a giant swastika on his wall. You're kidding no. me. And I'm just like, as soon as I step in, I'm like, and I'm like oh looking my at my, God. I'm looking at the other guys in the group, knowing that none of them are Jewish, but I am. What was their and reaction? Look, and I'm, they're, they're just walking in like, oh wow, interesting. And I'm, I'm locking into this like, oh no, I don't, <laughs> I don't know my friends, <laughs> I'm in danger. And I walk in and I see this giant swastika on the board. I see a copy of Mein Kampf. I see a copy of the Grand Wizard's memoirs. I see, oh my God. Um, this other like article that's on how to treat your slave i i see like and it's not it does not say the word slave and it's just like all this awful stuff he's got like nazi memorabilia and knives oh and my god everywhere and i'm like he's got the flag dude like all over the place and i was like Elsa, what's going on buddy and he's just like oh dude i really like just learning philosophy from every everywhere i like knowing everything about all these different people that think all these different things, even if it's opposing to me, I want to understand why they think that way. Mm. And I, I was like, that's an interesting argument. Why is it on your wall? <laughs> like, Seriously, like, why is it, why is it on display? Bedroom? Like, it seems like you enjoy certain certain lines of thought right. more than others. Right. <laughs> this is what's on display in your room. And so, yeah, I got really, uh, I, I got really panicky and I never uh, spoke to any of them again. Yeah. So anyways, when it comes to this book um, and just this whole concept of kind of like shutting it out, um, go on about how you think no books should be banned. Um, just in the sense of like you should learn the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I... Oh, you you, you, uh, you also want to learn everything. <laughs> what is on your um, wall, Jonah? <laughs> movie posters. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. Um. No, I and and I, I do want to make a point about the story that unfortunately has gone underreported because it's not as sensational. Um, yeah, this I don't. Isn't, I don't. This isn't I like a story that's getting everywhere. I don't I believe it should have been removed. I, I really don't. I think I've re- I've actually read it. Yeah, and the thing that you're about to mention is just kind of like a cool little glimmer of hope. Within yes, the story. yes, yeah. yes. So the um, the story uh, goes that. This law or whatever that they signed that yeah, basically the, the took this, or whatever, yeah, yeah. That took this out of uh, libraries. Um, it is done so in the sense of they're looking for a replacement book that still talks about the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. It's just a different book. Yeah. And they also said if they can't find a book that meets whatever standards they're mm-hmm. adhering to, they're going to bring it back. Yeah. So. There is some hope there. It, it's, it's, it's a silver lining. Yes. Here's where I get a little cautious about that. Um, you're removing a book from a curriculum. You're removing um, whatever that book may teach on that is based upon someone's interview. So it would be more so life experience, yeah. um, which is extremely hard to argue against mm-hmm. um, as far from a historical standpoint, at least. Yeah. Um, and you're removing that from the curriculum. People won't get that in their, at least in their everyday life. Mm-hmm. They have to seek it out, which many have. But you have to replace it yeah, because it's part of the curriculum. Mm-hmm. You have to replace it with something that you deem worth replacing it with. Yes. I get a little iffy on that because I'm not as trustworthy to think, are you going to replace it with something that tells the story as raw and as detailed? Or are you going to replace it with something that would tell the story the way you'd like it to be told? Mm. Um, and that's where I get a little iffy of what is this criteria and what is this like? And what is this notion? Right. Like, and I, cause you could just pick anything and be like, let's talk about fairyland and the Holocaust. And you're just like, that's getting really like, you're just dumbing this down yeah. and you're playing it out and yeah. it's not fun. No. And I, I, th- I think that's a totally fair uh, doubt to have and, and concern to have, you know, mm-hmm. I, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, you see that happen fairly often where, mm. A, a a book that is hard hitting. Perfect example. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird oh, was okay. removed yeah. a little while ago from schools. The mm-hmm. reason being, they were claiming it was racist uh, in its portrayal of black people. Mm-hmm. 
which if anyone's read to killing mockingbird one it's one of my favorite books that i read in school isn't it about like uh an interracial couple and so, them falling so, in love so sort of so there is a white woman who has a relationship with a black man uh-huh. they get found out and the white woman claims that she was raped by the black man oh god so the story is <laughs> actually told from the children's perspective whose father is defending the black man. Oh yeah. It has something to do with like in court. Yeah. And in all honesty, the book is heartbreaking, but it's powerful because he loses the case. Oh, and the black man is put to death. Thanks for the spoiler, my guy. It's been out for (laughs) 50 plus years. You're fine. Um, (laughs) And the black man is put to death Mm. for his crime. And it's, it's sad because that was the reality. Mm -hmm. That was the reality in America mm-hmm. at that time when the book takes place. Yeah, I worry so, about like I worry about removing books and stuff like that because yeah. it seems like it removes the it removes the lesson of history and of it removes, what, it removes of what, the harshness of what happened. It removes yeah. the harshness. Um, and, and, and I don't like I don't like it when things like that get removed because it's as if we're pretending things like that didn't happen. Right, and that's not or fair. or sweeping it under the rug and saying, well, it did happen, but we're just not going to talk about it and. Um, yeah, yeah it's when the we idea do is, talk about it, we're just going to talk about it in very yeah. vague, like it's the idea of saying that we. Uh, it's the idea of saying in order to progress as a society, we need to forget the past, and I think that that's really wrong. Not only that, but I mean, what what's that famous quote? If you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at history, I mean, there are cycles. You mm-hmm. see that consistently. So yeah. I, you know. I, I'm with you. I don't think it should have been removed. I think the way they went about it was really bad because mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna buy that book now. I'm mean, like <laughs> just be, just because it's like oh I can't get it. Te- I can't I can't read it in eighth grade in Tennessee. I gotta buy it. Have, like, you, have you actually read it? <laughs> no, I'm gonna get it. Really, I'm excited actually for that. I'm really I'm excited to read it. It's mainly because it said graphic novel and I like pictures. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a very harsh, hard look at. The reality of the Holocaust. I I think it's definitely worth a read. Oh yeah. I I no. I mean, I want to say I enjoyed reading it. Yeah. But like, it hit me after my uh, after my tour of uh, Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Memorial in Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, like there is a lot of there is a lot of power in the personal stories of people that have gone through mm-hmm. um, tragedy like yep. that. Oh, and absolutely. It, I, I think, I think it's really cool that to, I think it's really cool. The response, the community or the, just the response that so many people have had to mm-hmm. this situation of, yeah. well, if you can't, if my kid can't read it in your school or because this is going on States away from me, or this is going on wherever away from me, mm-hmm. I'm just going to buy it. I'm just going to yeah. get the book. I want it in my house. I want to show support mm-hmm. for the author of this. I want to show support yeah. for the history of this or whatever. Like, I think, that's cool. I, think th- I think that is a really cool thing. There is, mm-hmm. there is an uplifting line to this story, regardless of what happens with it. Yeah. And the uplifting line is people still are pursuing knowledge of history, Yep. Um, which is great knowledge of history. That's told from someone who's lived, that history exactly. not simply just through the eyes of the victors or things mm-hmm. like that you know? yeah um which is, which is uh, really cool yeah. um you want to play our game i'll play the game yeah 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 dang i'm excited uh the game today is uh who's that um <laughs> basically we're gonna we're gonna name like uh in, for an instance i'll name like a celebrity or a tv show character or a movie character mm-hmm. Um, and then Jonah, you have to compare that person, whether it's honest or not, you have to compare that person to someone from our crew. Okay. So myself, yourself, Javon or Mike. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, and we'll go back and forth. Right? Yeah. We're just going to go back and forth with okay. our comparisons and stuff. Um, it'll be fun to see, uh, what we come up with. So I got one for you. Okay. All right. Before we play, I want to make one caveat. Um, uh, about the game. Well, I guess ask you a question. Oh. About the game. Oh. Like, and this is a genuine curiosity Yes, I'll question. do anything if you win. No. <laughs> What's the <laughs> caveat? <was> <laughs> um, no, no, I guess I'm just asking, like, does their, is their race going to play a role in it? Because we only have one black Dude, guy on our no. crew. Dude, no. Okay, I was just... I was just Why are you not fun? making about that, Jonah? I, I'm Come not on. trying to. I wanted to just make I sure just want to play this game, okay? okay Can sorry. I say my first one for you? Yes. All right, Kevin Hart. Mike, because he's dying. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. 
Uh, I hate you so much. No, no, no. Um, play my game, Jonah. Uh, Toby Maguire. Oh, like the the Spider Man guy. Yes. Nice. Um, <laughs> I would say, uh, well, I'm picturing Toby Maguire in like the original Spider Man movies, and I would say Mike for that. To be honest, why? I think that Mike just has that like get on up. It's like that. That like he's got the swing. He's got the like. He's got the hair <laughs> he's down. Got the he's got yeah. He's got the spider. Yes. He's like. I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. Like he's just got that whole he's got that whole vibe to him. And oh man, I love it. All right, I got okay, another one okay, for you. Okay. Samuel L. Jackson. Job. He's not afraid to say what's on his mind. Okay, Jonah. <laughs> no, I'll stop. Um Sam Elliott. Oh gosh. Uh who? Dude with the awesome mustache and deep voice. Oh, is is he in uh is he in Ghost Rider? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how he sounds to me. Yes. He's just Talk some bass. <laughs> that's that's Sam Elliott impression. And honestly, for you. you don't care what he's saying as long as you see that mustache. Mm-hmm. Just, Not many men pull off a mustache. He wiggles his lip and he's. Okay. Um, Sam Elliott. Dang. Uh, you. You're the most cowboy. <laughs> that is fair. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I can as dig you that. Wear boots right now. Right. They're not cowboy boots, um, but they're they're boots. Right. Um. Okay. It's your turn. Oh yeah, I gotta give you one. Um. Okay. Will Ferrell. You. Whoa. Breaking into song consistently. Oh, but Jav does that way more than me. I think. Mm, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. That'd be funny if we had a, you said the whole thing about the ticker or whatever. Yeah. We should have a tally of that. Like who does it more? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, I'm trying to think. We're doing just celebrities now, but we can also, I, I'm going to try to branch off into characters and stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Oh God. Um, Mike is totally Bugs Bunny. Why is that? Because. I could see him hiding out in a hole. <laughs> Take that as you will. Um, and then, <laughs> let's uh, let's see. Let's go with uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. You. Oh, I was going to say you, but okay. Why oh. me? Why me? Um, just because you have a generally, not always obviously, but generally you have a very positive outlook on life. And even when you're going through something painful, you tend to joke about it. Kind of an much idiot. like SpongeBob. Yeah. That's not where I was going with that, but okay. Yeah. Um, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Roro. Oh, man. You, Jonah. Really? Because you are loyal. You love your snacks. Facts. Yeah. Um, I would say Mike because he's always got the chain going around his neck now. That's true. Um, So, but it's not much of a collar. I would see you wearing a collar though. Um, So yeah, I'd go with you, Jonah. (laughs) You didn't see my eyebrows move. It's okay. No, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) You said Scooby-Doo. I got to say something now. Um, Let's jump into, uh, (laughs) oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Jav. Hmm. About drive, it's about power. I mean, he has both of those things. Yes, mm-hmm. he does devour. I don't know how hungry he is. You'd have to ask him. Um, but cool. <laughs> no, but a hundred percent job. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Um, Harrison Ford. Jeez, Harrison Ford. I know who I would say. He's got like closed eyes all the time now when he talks. Um, <laughs> Uh, Harrison Ford. I would say I'm gonna be all cocky. I'm gonna say myself. Oh, really? Why is I, that? Because I'm the hero of the story. <laughs> Leave. Oh, come on. Leave. Come on, man. I Go. thought it was great. Go next. You could have said kick. Laura Croft, and I would have said me again. Like, just saying. Because you got the biggest tits. Yeah. No. <laughs> 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 that might have been a Patreon thing. That might That's have been. okay. Anyways, your turn. <laughs> okay, my turn. Um, let's see. Um, okay, I've been 
<laughs> I, I haven't touched you that much this episode. But um, <laughs> let's see. Continue. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, Grendel from Beowulf. <laughs> um, you know, the main, the monster yes, in the very beginning yes. that's like, uh, like that guy and he like gets shot or whatever in the face. Yeah. And it's awesome. Um, it's great dude, I don't know. None of us are a big fucking <laughs> troll. Uh, I don't know. Grendel. Let's dude, say, honestly, I have no idea. Say Grendel's mother then. Dude, straight do you up. Know, do you know my answer? Javon, he's that he is that attractive. Grendel's mother is fine. Really? Oh, dude. Yeah. Gold skin, fine. Yeah. Javon is Fair that, enough. Javon is that attractive. Fair Absolutely. enough. Absolutely. I, I don't know how how she possibly could have uh Grendel, because Grendel is not, right. he does not take after his mom. No, he does not. <laughs> Definitely um, takes after his father. I guess so. Um, who's his father? A squid? I don't know. Right. <laughs> Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. Yes. Um. Dang. Let's see. I I want to say myself, but I don't drink beer as much as he does. Okay, hold on. Can I change it? Can yeah. I actually change it? Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson. Yes. Oh, dang. He's a lot more fun. Um, Mike, and it's mainly because of his laugh. I don't know why. I think it was. I think it was his laugh. I think is something that is that's fair. like. Like he, I don't picture him as like the skater kind of no. thing. I feel like at some point in his life, he totally was though. I feel oh, like at I'm some sure. point in his life, he was like, he was a skater boy. Like <laughs> he just was that guy. Um, she says, you later, boy. Burr, 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 burr. Um, but I think that, um, I, I think that it's his laugh mainly that makes him. I think that's, I think that's a good, yeah. good answer. Yeah. Your turn. He wasn't good enough for her. Um, Avril Lavigne. Three ticks for you just now. Yeah. Avril Lavigne. Yeah, she wrote it. A skater boy. Jav. Why? Because he has a Super darkness punk. about him that is definitely punk. Okay. Avril Lavigne is like the light. Excuse me, um, but <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be seeing her in uh, October. No, you're not. What? I'm going to the one we were young fest, dude. That's sick. Yeah, I'm super excited, dude. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, hopefully I'm I don't jealous. die, but um, I'm, I'm sure really excited. Yeah, I'm really excited for it, and she's. Playing there, so that's pretty cool, yeah, dude. Cool. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. My wife's not so excited about it. She's, Why? She's not like super. Well, she hasn't been to many concerts and stuff. Okay. So she's uh, she's a bit um, nervous. Nervous. Yeah, I guess about. I think it. that's fair. I mean, I mean, festivals and everything like that. Me, I'm yeah, just like I I'm, think just, that's I'm fair. just rowdy. So yeah. <laughs> I'll just have dude. I'll, I love concerts, man. Yeah. So much. Well, fun. festivals and concerts are very different. I've I never think. been to a festival. Festivals are um, much more crowded. Um, yeah, and they're and, definitely uh, an all-day thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, but That's man, right. super cool. I'm very nice. excited for it. Uh, I'm gonna give you uh, one more. Okay, hold on. Is it my turn? Yes. So you do yours. I'll give you my last one. Okay. Um, and then I'll do my last one after you. Cool. Um, <laughs> Mac Miller. Oh, uh, Javon. Because if I said anybody else, he would kill me. That's 100 fair. Um, Kermit. The- <laughs> Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog? <laughs> um, me. What? I would go with me. But you didn't marry Miss Piggy. No, I didn't. No. Um, now your wife's mad at you. She doesn't watch these episodes. <laughs> also, I said she's not Miss Piggy, so it's okay. a good thing. Okay. Um, no, just because I talk slow and I tend to have a big mouth. <laughs> um righty, my turn. Yeah. Last one. Make it a biggie. Um big name people. Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Um I guess I went with big hair. <laughs> I mean, I'd I'd go with me. I, I got great hair. Um, but okay. I don't really have the like I feel like Mike kind of has the boo thing. You have the boo thing. Your chest is solid. Um, if it's hair, I'd say me. If it's not hair, I'd say you. Okay, I can dig that. Although your your legs aren't small enough. No, they're not. Yeah, I need to shrink them. Yeah, you need to shrink wrap your legs. <laughs> right. Bro. Just wrap them up tight. Until put they, a heat gun until, on it and just let it. Until sh- they atrophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, That's how a plastic surgery works, right? They right. just wrap plastic around it yeah, and then heat, heat gun it and then. Yep. That's it. Tighten things up. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. I'm going to get some abs today. I got some shrink wrap Same. at home. <laughs> hey, man, let's have a shrink wrap party. Oh, that sounds scary. <laughs> well, it means that you can have someone help you out when you're done. Oh, okay. I mean, I was just going to wrap you up in shrink wrap and then, you know, go all Dexter on you. But um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Youth pastor, perfect cover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the Decent Takes Show. If you are in need of the best products that can help you with your help, visit nevcoproducts.com. Use offer code DECENT for 10% off your order. I personally love using their products. Um, they have all the benefits of CBD without any of the um, things that you could deal with with THC. They do have their full spectrum products as well, um, if that is for you, but it's not about the high. It is truly about the benefits that it can do for your health. I've been using their gummies personally. It helps me fall asleep. It also just helps with my anxiety. Yeah. It's really, really great. Nice. And I've been using a lot of their creams and stuff, mainly after like workouts and things to help me nice. with soreness. So yeah. definitely check out Nevco products. They're an amazing sponsor of us. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. I know it's a bit of a shorter episode this time. The news was a little like yeah. this week. Um, so yeah, but thanks for uh, dealing with Javon's worst nightmare. And don't <laughs> for, And don't worry, he should be here next week. Yeah, should be. I'm, I'm looking forward he, to it. There should not be a repeat. I'm of looking his for. I'm looking forward to uh, his review of this episode. I know, right? Yeah. Like that's more so like what I'm looking forward <laughs> right? to. But this has been another episode of the Decent Take Show, serving mediocrity to the masses or, or greatness to the globe. You decided. See ya. See ya.